Hi, everyone, and welcome to Premier League Payoff, the soccer podcast that's part of the Total Sports 24-7 Network. This is Chris Hayes, the host and producer for this podcast and all podcasts across the Total Sports 24-7 Network. You can find archived episodes of all your favorite podcasts on our website. It's totalsports247.podbean.com. Find us on X at TotalSports underscore 247 and consider subscribing to our newsletter weekendweekout.substack.com. We'll have features coming up on the PGA Tour and the Australian Open set to start in a few days. So stay tuned for those issues. It's been a while since we've had an episode of Premier League Payoff. I figure it's the perfect time to reintroduce this podcast right alongside Kevin De Bruyne coming back. We are coming back as well. It's about halfway through the Premier League season. We're going to try and cover it for you week by week all the way up to Memorial Day and get you your best bets. We'll start off fairly simply some straightforward bets. And as we get deeper into the second half of the Premier League season, we likely will layer some more complex bets onto our recommendations as we get into the flow. And as you, the listener, can come to understand all the different aspects of the match that you can bet on and win money on. So, Again, we're right smack dab in the middle of the Premier League season. Most of the clubs in the league have played 20 matches. There are a couple who have played just 19. Let's give you a quick update as to the standings, and then we'll get into the matches that are taking place this weekend. So this weekend, they're essentially dividing the league in two. There are five matches spread over the course of three days this weekend, and the remaining five matches among the 10 teams who are not playing this weekend will take place the following weekend, and then everything will essentially have reset at that point. So the way the Premier League standings work, if you're unfamiliar, the top four teams will qualify next year for the UEFA Championship, and then the top five qualify for Europa. And then the bottom three are in danger of being relegated to the Championship League with three teams replacing them come the 2024-2025 season. So let's talk about who is in the top five who could challenge for the top five, and who is in danger of being relegated. Liverpool's leading the way with 45 points, followed by a surprising, I would say, Aston Villa at 42 points. They are 13 wins, three draws, and four losses on the season. Liverpool's only lost once. Third is the front or the favorites to win the league. Man City, they're at 40 points. They are... Uh, one game behind most of the other teams in the league right now. They've only played 19 matches. Again, most have played 20. Fourth place is Arsenal, right behind Man City, technically, because they have the same amount of points with 40, but they have an extra game with 20 matches played. And then that fifth place team right now is Tottenham. They are 12 wins, three draws, five losses, 439 points. So a pretty tight 
top five with only six points separating Liverpool from Tottenham. And then the sixth place team is West Ham. They're at 34. And then Brighton and Man United essentially are tied for seventh. Brighton holds the edge because of their goal differential. Brighton is in seventh with 31 points with a goal differential of five. Man United is eighth, 31 points with a goal differential of minus five, which might be a little bit surprising. We'll cover a little bit of Man United as we go through the matches this weekend. So in danger of being relegated or who's in relegation standing right now and who is in danger of falling there. So the bottom three, Luton Town is 18. They have 15 points. Burnley is 19. They have 11. And Sheffield United, just 2, 3, and 15 on the year. They have just 9 points. They sit in last. Right above them in 17th place, Everton, a team that has been in the top of the the Premier League or has been in the Premier League forever. They are in 17th place with 16 points. They're only one ahead of Luton Town and in danger of being relegated. I believe they might have the longest streak of not being relegated in the Premier League. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm looking that up right now. Yes, okay. Listen to this. This is unbelievable. Everton was a founding member of the Football League in 1888, which is uh, the oldest football league in the world. And they've competed in the top division for 121 seasons. Okay, so it's not straight. But they haven't been relegated since 1953 and 1954. So this is uh, remarkably unusual for an Everton club to be in this position. Again, one point out of relegation right now with 16 points. Brentford is in 16th there and have 19 points in 19 games. And then Nottingham Forest is ahead of them in 15th with 20 points. So that's where the standings are with some of the teams, again, who are Familiar at the top with Aston Villa making that run to second place so far in the first half of the season. And then the bottom three, not unexpected any of those three, Luton Town, Burnley, or Sheffield United. But Everton certainly in an unfamiliar position with danger of being relegated. So we're going to cover the five matches pretty briefly today for this weekend. We'll let you know how you can watch them, and then we'll get into a little bit of an update for the teams and the recommendations for best bets. So the first match pits Luton Town against Burnley. This match takes place Friday at 2.45 Eastern Time on USA Network. You can watch it there. I will be giving you the current odds on DraftKings for each of these five matches, and then we'll get into the best place. So right now, Burnley is plus 100. Luton Town is plus 280, and the draw is plus 260. So what do we like 
in this match. Well, we like the storyline. Luton Town and Burnley fighting to get out of relegation stage in January is very interesting. To me, this match will take on a different tenor from what you might see if these two clubs were to meet, say, Memorial Day weekend or towards the end of the season. You might see more tentative, more conservative type play because they want to sort of protect what it is that they have and not take unnecessary risks and then give up a goal and then lose their, you know, lose the match and then lose an opportunity to stay in the league. I think because this is in January, it's going to be quite different. I imagine both of these teams, Luton Town and Burnley, will be pretty aggressive throughout the match because one would think that each of these teams thinks they can beat the other team and three points would be extremely valuable, especially for Burnley. They only have 11. If they were to get to 14, they would still be in 19th place and have work to do, but have so much less to do and so much less pressure throughout the second half of the season. Luton has scored in 15 of their 19 games this year, and they have 23 goals. That's shockingly more than Man United. Man United has 22 goals in 20 games. Luton Town has 23 in 19. It's kind of crazy. Burnley is struggling. They have lost 9 of 10. All of their wins on the season have come at home, and they have started to look a little bit better recently. They've scored in six of their last nine games. So when you look at Burnley scoring in six of their last nine, right? Luton Town scoring 15 of their 19 games or 19 matches. And both of these teams being pretty bad defensively, two of the three worst in the Premier League combined. These two teams have three clean sheets. That is it. So it's interesting. The market feels, it feels as if, these uh, or the the total on this match is kind of low. So what we're going to go with here is a bet called both teams to score. And right now that bet is minus 130 at MGM. That's going to be our play for Burnley versus Luton Town. Minus 130 over at MGM, both teams to score. We think Burnley will control uh, possession in this game, but we think that Luton will have opportunities and we think that again, they're going to be aggressive where they can be and try to take advantage of uh, any miscues that Burnley could present in the match. Our next match is referred to as the West London Derby or one of the West London Derby. It's Chelsea versus Fulham. So when we look at this is a, sorry, 7.30 in the morning uh, at Eastern time. This is on USA as well. If you want to watch the odds are Chelsea minus 160. Fulham is plus 425 and a draw is plus 330. So let's talk about what's going on in this match. Chelsea is disappointed all season long. I thought that they would easily challenge for top five in the Premier League, and they're not even close to that. 
They've let up 31 goals in 20 games. They have just underwhelmed and disappointed pretty much the entire season. They face a Fulham team that is plucky, I think, and can give anybody problems on any given day. At the same time, they are vulnerable to poor defensive play. They have let up three-plus goals in four straight contests away from their home field. So that's where they really struggle. Something to keep in mind for Chelsea, though, they've got a lot of people out in this game. And Nicholas Jackson, he's away from the team playing in AFCON, not because of injury, but because of, again, uh, conflicting world tournaments, right? Which kind of happens at this point in the season for the Premier League. Both these teams are coming off a win, and both these teams will want to keep that momentum going into this game. We think this game could be one of the uh, more high-scoring affairs of the weekend. So for this match, we are going to go with Chelsea to win. And we're going to go with over one and a half. And that's at minus 115 on DraftKings. The other bet we're going to go with is we think both teams will score and we think it'll be over two and a half goals for the match. And that is at minus 110 over on FanDuel. So essentially we're predicting like a three to one Chelsea win, more or less, right? Chelsea on Chelsea to win and over one and a half minus 115 on DraftKings, both to score and over two and a half minus 110 over on FanDuel. Fulham statistics wise gives up a 2.3 goals away and we we think of all this talent on Chelsea we can't imagine that it's going to go to waste all season long this is a match if Chelsea wants to turn its season around that they have to win and have to do so convincingly Fulham's very up and down and are vulnerable away from home the third match Saturday pits Newcastle versus Man City. Newcastle is another team that has been very up and down. Nine wins, two draws, nine losses, but they are plus 10 in the goal differential, 39 to 29. Man City, as we mentioned, they're in third and I think are still the favorites to win the league. They're five points behind Liverpool, but again, they've got a game uh, 19 to 20, 19 matches that they've played versus 20 for Liverpool. So a win would put them right in second place and just two points behind Liverpool. This is at 12.30 Eastern time on Saturday. And this one you can watch on NBC. Newcastle is the first team all season that did not score against Luton Town. Talk about, again, being very much up and down. Like they have 39 goals on the season. That puts them right in the top five in the league, right? Liverpool, Aston Villa, Man City, Tottenham, and then they're right there at number five. So it's not like they can't score. They'd five defeats in seven contests going into the FA Cup against Sunderland, and they had a very positive showing in that match. So it could be 
that that is exactly what they needed. I don't really think like that. I, I, I'm surprised. Like this is some commentary that I heard. And um, I'll put the sources for a lot of the research that I did for this episode and future episodes for Premier League Payoff in the show notes so you can see where I'm getting a lot of this information. I'm surprised that um, with this match that uh, Sunderland, that Sunderland match is something that people would consider as a springboard for Newcastle. I, I, it, it's hard for me to think in that way because of the way American sports work, right? And what I mean by that is it feels like it's compartmentalized, right? Where it's like you've got the you know Europa, you've got FA Cup, you've got Champions, you've got Premier League... And it feels like I would think about those things kind of all separately as silos, but they're not played that way on the calendar, right? They're all kind of intermingled. So it's it's just very interesting. I mean, Sunderland is not a Premier League team. They are, I believe, in the Championship League. So who knows? Maybe that. I mean, they should beat. They should have a great win in against Sunderland in an FA Cup. Like that. Like that would be the point, right? But we'll see if that is you know kind of the remedy that they needed to get their season back on track. Newcastle is very very good at home. They've only lost four since the beginning of last season. Oh, I didn't give you the odds for this. Apologies for that. The odds for this are Newcastle is home. Plus 450, Man City's away, minus 175. Draw is plus 350. As I said at the beginning, Kevin De Bruyne is back. We are going to go with De Bruyne, and I would jump on this number as soon as you hear this podcast. We're going to go with uh, De Bruyne, one plus assist at plus 175 on DraftKings. The reason I say that is because uh, Pep Guardiola has said that Erling Haaland is very much unlikely to play in this match, but it feels like he's still baked in to some of the odds that are out there. This particular play with De Bruyne, I see very differently at very different uh, books. I've I, I seen it at uh, minus money at... Um, some other books. So with plus 175, that's going to be the play that we're going to go with for Newcastle and Man City. We think De Bruyne is going to play a good amount in this match, especially if Alan is not playing and he needs to get his fitness back. He needs to get into the rhythm of matches and what better way to do so than to pass the ball. And I mean, he's probably the best passer in the entire sport. So that's what we're going to go with. De Bruyne up uh, plus 175 for one plus assist in this match. Newcastle versus Man City. Our fourth match is Everton versus Aston Villa. This is to Sunday now. This is at 9 a.m. Eastern time. This is also on USA. So four out of these five you can watch uh, free. We'll get to the last one and where you can watch that. Or not free, but, you know, with your cable subscription. Uh, Everton and Aston Villa. So we've got uh, Everton at plus 180, Aston Villa plus 145, draw plus 260. So it's pretty tight 
among those three um, those three bets with the draw included. At, at least I think it's pretty tight. Uh, Aston Villa uh, is oh sorry, um, excuse me. Everton is without Abdoulaye Decore, which is a big part of what Everton wants to do on offense. One of their better players, but the good thing is that Dominic Calvert-Lewin is in. Uh, there was uh, not speculation. What's the word I'm looking for? There was concern maybe that he wasn't going to play, but he had a red card rescinded. So he became eligible after that took place. So he is in and he will be available for um, for Everton. So when we look at some of the plays or some of the, the storylines around this, right, we've got um, Everton's on a bit of a losing streak. They've lost, but they had to play City and Tottenham. So that is, you know, challenging, of course. So not too much to, like, be concerned about with that losing streak. They were kind of expected to lose. And again, this is an Everton team that's in 17th place. Uh, Villa is a scoring machine this year. They scored in 18 of 20 matches. And um, this match is important to these teams for two very different reasons, right? One's at the top of the table and one's at the bottom. Everton really, really needs this. Everton's so interesting because they are in 17th place with only 16 points, but their goal differential is only minus four. So... We'll see how this one goes. We are going to make an individual player bet, and we like the Dominic Calvert-Lewin at plus 210 to score in this match as an anytime goal scorer. Somebody needs to step up for Everton, especially in the absence of Decore, and what better choice than Calvert-Lewin to be that guy? We think that Everton is going to try to play very aggressively in this match. We think they can win this. Despite it looking lopsided on paper, we don't think Everton is as bad as a 17th place club, and we think that they do have an opportunity to beat an Aston Villa team that is cooling off a little bit, and it could be uh, an opportunity um, that, I don't know, doesn't look as obvious as as meets the eye. So that's what we're going to go with. Dominic Calvert-Lewin plus 210 anytime goal scorer on DraftKings. Final match is Man United versus Tottenham. This is on Peacock exclusively. So if you have Peacock, you can enjoy the match. If you don't, you can watch something else. It is at, I believe, 1130 Eastern time. Man United, again, Eighth place, struggling to score most of the year. 22 goals for, 27 against. But the interesting thing about it is the market is saying this is going to be a high-scoring affair between Man United and Tottenham. Tottenham, again, is in fifth place. They've got 42 goals on the year. So right now, they're looking to get into the top four. They're only one point behind third place Man City and fourth place Arsenal. So... Very important match. I don't know if Man City thinks they have anything to play for. They're kind of stuck in the middle of the league here. But, I mean, of course, it's 
one of the most recognizable prideful organizations in the world. So uh, I don't imagine that they're going to you know, not take a match seriously, of course. But at the same time, what's left for Man United in this season? I think that is still unclear. But this is an opportunity for Man United. If they're going to get Tottenham, this is when you want to get them. Son is out and a lot of other top-tier players for the Spurs are not playing in this match. So that's why the lines on this match, I think, are where they are. Right now, we have Man United at plus 125, Tottenham at plus 200, and the draw is plus 290. The play that we like is what's called the both teams to score and no draw. So what that means is if there is a draw, the bet is avoided. So the both teams to score, no draw, bet is minus 105 over on DraftKings. That's what we're going to go with. Uh, we, we think Man United can muster a goal against Tottenham and Tottenham. Um, has scored at least one goal in 32 straight matches, which is kind of unbelievable. So that's the play that we like in this one. That's what we're going to roll with. We think it's a little bit unpredictable as to the final outcome of this match, which is why we are going with the both teams to score as our play. Both teams to score, no draw at minus 105. So to review our five plays, and then we will get out of here. First for Burnley and Luton Town. Again, 245 Eastern on USA on Friday, January 12th. We like both teams to score at minus 130 on MGM. Saturday, 7.30 a.m. on USA. Chelsea and Fulham. We like Chelsea to win and the over one and a half at minus 115 on DraftKings. And we like both to score and over two and a half goals on FanDuel at minus 110. So two plays for the second match there, Chelsea and Fulham. Third, Newcastle and Man City. This is on NBC at 1230 Eastern on Saturday, January 13th. We like Kevin De Bruyne plus 175 to get one plus assist. That's on DraftKings. Moving to Sunday's action, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, January 14th on USA, Everton and Aston Villa. We like Dominic Calvert-Levin to, to score at plus 2.10. And then the final match, Man U and Tottenham, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Peacock on Sunday the 14th. We like both teams to score, no draw. Minus 105 on DraftKings. So that'll do it for this episode of Premier League Payoff. We hope that you enjoyed the episode. More to come. We like easing back into this podcast with five matches this week and five next week. We'll have a very similar episode right around this time next. And then moving forward week by week, we'll likely highlight some of the more important matches to watch, those that concern the top of the table as well as relegation and those that have, you know, maybe significant player movement involved, things like that, things that are important to the overall sense of what's going to happen in the Premier League the rest of the season. So thanks again for listening to this episode of Premier League Payoff. We will see you again next week for 
uh, a wrap-up of the rest of the matches. Hope you enjoy the matches this weekend, and we will see you next week.